Welcome to episode two of The Business of Entrepreneurship, What's in Your Toolbox, where we discuss practical tools and strategies that successful entrepreneurs use to build and grow their businesses and personal wealth. And today we're actually going to be talking about protecting your business. Today we have a special guest joining us. He's an insurance professional with years of experience helping clients protect their homes, cars, and businesses. Christopher has dedicated his career to providing personalized insurance solutions to his clients. Please welcome Christopher Melly, your State Farm agent in Florida. What's up, Chris? How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show, Jose. Yeah, no problem. Glad to have you on here. I know you were excited to uh, to be on here, so got you on here, and uh, we're gonna do this thing. So I'm excited to actually learn a lot about uh, this topic. It's something that I'm not very familiar with, um, and I know a lot of business owners out there actually don't like to talk about it, um, and that's business insurance. Um, it's extremely important to have. Um, but before we jump into it, let's get to know you a little bit more. Um, Tell us a little bit about your background and what got you into this uh, insurance industry. Well, um, Jose, my, uh, my passion for insurance came about as the uh, result of an unfortunate car accident I was involved in. Um, and during college, I was in a serious car accident. And thankfully, my agent, Greg, had me and my family well protected. And we had those financial resources that we needed to aid in my recovery over the two years of physical therapy and um, not being able to work and making sure that we were just, we could just, I could just pick up right where um, I left off. So just seeing the inner workings of how that insurance worked and just how important it was that, and how thankful we were that Greg had us in a good plan that was able for my family to keep moving forward and not financially set us back after such a tragic event. That's where my passion and love for insurance came from. Nice. Well, I'm glad to see you're all right. Uh, nice and healthy seeing you out here. So what types of uh, business insurance should every business owner kind of have? Well, that's a great question, Jose. And, and I know a question that a lot of business owners have. Now, not every industry is going to need the same type of insurance. Um, it's very industry, size, location specific, but there's there's probably about five or six main general ones that most businesses are going to need. Um, and, and the most common one that business owners know is, is general liability insurance. And, and that's your, your slip and fall. Someone comes to your to your business and um, they get hurt or there's something they find you liable for on the premise of your business while they're visiting your, your establishment, that's where general liability insurance comes in. Um, and then also as we're down here in Florida, we know property insurance is, is very important um, because of the, the climate down here, the weather that we have. So whether you, you rent your office space or you own your office space, you want to make sure that you have good property coverage uh, in the event of that uh, storm or storm related damage. Um, now, we, each business, depending on the size and the number of employees, is required to have workers' compensation insurance. Um, and that all depends on the size of your payroll, uh, the number of employees, and the industry you're in. That's what drives the rate for that. Um, uh, another one that is very important, um, especially as, as we talked about with the storms down here in Florida, um, is business interruption insurance. You know, if we have a hurricane and it comes through and it knocks power out for, for 
one day, two days, three days, and your business can't operate, you need to make sure that you have a good plan in place and, and protection to, to cover those losses because you're not generating that money that you normally would be. So that's where business interruption insurance comes in. And then one that's more specific, depending on the line of business that you're in, is your professional liability insurance. Um, and that's more along the lines of if in the course of you conducting business with a client or prospect um, and you have neg you're negligent or you make a mistake uh, in the course of providing that service, that's where that professional liability insurance would come in. So first example, someone like myself who works from home, right? I don't really have you know people coming to my home, so that's not really an issue. Um, and I work remotely. What type of insurance is that where the perf uh, professional liability insurance comes into play? Because I wouldn't really need you know general liability insurance because no one's going to come and trip over my curb or parking stop. Um, sure. Well, you know, we do have special policies for the smaller business owner who is operating out of their residence. Um, and it does have some general liability stuff there uh, because that liability insurance, it also goes with you uh, if, you're, if you're outside. Um, if you're working remote from a studio doing something, that, that liability coverage follows you there. Um, cool. Also, your equipment that you have, um, that would be covered. And also, including in that business interruption, um, if your internet goes down, your, any one of those utilities go down and you can't operate, um, that's costing you money. So you want to make sure that you have a, a reasonable business interruption uh, policy to, to cover that loss that you wouldn't be able to make up otherwise. Yeah. And then, so how do you know how much coverage a business actually needs? Well, yeah, that's, isn't that the million dollar question there, right? Like how much, because you don't want to get too much insurance uh, where you're, you're spending all this money for insurance that you don't need. Um, but, you know, aside, worse than that, maybe not having enough and then getting caught in a situation where you really needed some protection and you didn't have it. So, you know, it's very important to meet with an insurance professional to go over that. And what that insurance professional is going to do is they're going to they're going to look at your business and the type of business you have and discuss the different risks associated with that business. Um, you it's your business. So you're going to know that even better than your insurance professional. And you can the more information you provide, the better, more accurate coverage you're going to be able to get. Uh, you also want to look at the assets of the company. Is this a, a retail establishment that has a huge inventory that we need to make sure that we protect in the event of a loss, a fire or something like that, um, or theft, things of those natures. Um, and just look at the different contracts. If you're renting a place, are you required to have a certain amount of coverage? Making sure that we're, we're meeting all those requirements if, you're, if you have a landlord who's requiring that. Uh, also, a lot of contractors, when they go out on jobs, the different jobs they go out on, the places where they're doing business, uh, maybe it's a community or something, they may require a certain amount of insurance. So just making sure that we have the right amount uh, based on the size of your business. You know, if you're a very small startup company, you're not going to need, you know, a giant $10, 15000000 million policy. We're going to make it more scaled down to where you're at and then grow it with your business as your business grows. Nice. So it can definitely grow with the uh, business and definitely keep <clears throat> increasing it and adjusting it as you need. Yeah, keep pace with your business revenue. Awesome. 
Um, <clears throat> so there was two things that we talked about earlier that you mentioned was the general liability and the professional liability um, insurance. And you kind of touched on it a little bit, but can you kind of really, what's the difference between the two? And are they, you know, the same essentially? Sure. Yeah, no, they're actually completely separate. Um, you know, general liability, you're looking at more coverage for a third party, somebody um, that comes to you and they get hurt, their property gets damaged, um, or some kind of personal injury claim around that, that you could get sued for. Um, and this may happen to your vendors or something, or even customers, those type of things, that would be your general liability. Now, professional liability, that is what, or we also would call that like errors and omissions insurance in, in some instances. Um, that is where you are negligent. You actually did something in the course of doing business with a client that was just, you made a mistake. It doesn't have to be, it wasn't intentional. You made a mistake, things happened, or you, you just didn't uh, live up to the, those uh, expectations and something went awry. That's where your professional liability insurance. Now, the importance of these two coverages, where they're both important, is the amount of coverage you have here. This is going to, the big part that they're paying for is your legal fees. So you don't have to go out and hire an attorney. You know, your insurance carrier is going to provide attorneys for you because it's in their interest to not pay out the money. So they're going to want to protect you and fight for you. Um, and that's included in this. So you're not paying legal fees on top of settlements and all that stuff. So the insurance is really protecting you in, in a holistic way. Wow, that's awesome. That's really good to know. I didn't know that. Um, and so what other, what misconceptions are there around insurance and business insurance specifically? Well, I, I would think the number one misconception that I see in general with insurance is um, when people are shopping for insurance, they think it's negotiable. And, and there really is, this is one of those items in life. It's not like buying a car. You can't negotiate your price. Um, different carriers may have different pricing, but that's based on their models and how they rate the risk. So it's not like there's a secret discount or something or the agent is marking it up. They're really just relaying what that carrier is telling you the cost of that insurance is. So keeping that in mind when you're shopping. Um, another thing is people think, well, I'm a small business. I don't, I don't need to have insurance. Well, you, you may have a small business, but if something would happen, now you're going to have a small business with a partner because you're going to get sued and someone's going to own half of your company. So it's best to start right from the beginning and having that insurance. Also, some of these small businesses, you're not allowed to do business in certain areas without having insurance. So making sure that you know all the requirements, no matter what size it is. Um, and size does affect the scale of the premium too. The bigger the company, the bigger the coverage, the more expensive. So the small business coverage is not that expensive. Um, that's also a major misconception. It, it's it's not going to... Um, be a huge line item that, that's going to be costing your company tons of money. Um, and then other people think that, well, I have my homeowner's insurance is going to cover it. Well, that's not going to cover things that you're doing in the business sense. That's your personal insurance. So understanding there's a difference between what's personal and, and what's business that there has to be, there is a line drawn there. Um, and, and, you know, a lot of people, they also think maybe, Hey, I just need general liability. 
and, and I just encourage you just to be open and listen at what the, the risks are and understanding your risk tolerance that if you're just worried about getting sued for, we talked about the general liability, bodily injury, property damage, something of that nature, then that's fine. But if you have more things to protect, like your business, the building, uh, your equipment, then you're going to need more than just general liability insurance. Um, those are the main misconceptions. Uh, and, and it's just important, too, that especially I recommend this on the personal side, uh, but especially on the business side, make sure you're sitting down with your your insurance advisor and you're meeting annually, uh, at least biannually. Man, business, things change quickly. Your business can grow. It can shrink over the course of a year. Just making sure that your insurance agent has that most up to date information so that they're giving you the best possible coverage. You're not paying for too much or too little coverage and that you're protected properly. So definitely talk to uh, your agent and uh, see what's best for you and see what the options are. Cause it sounds like you said, the uh, small business insurance is a lot more affordable than most people think. Um, definitely something that everyone should have if you're running a business. Uh, Cause you just never know. Uh, and how do I make sure I'm getting the best possible rates for my insurance coverage? Well, the best to get the best rates, you want to make sure don't that crash. you're given the most. <laughs> just, <laughs> don't have flames. Well, you can do that, but to, to get you started on the right foot, especially with business, is just having that, taking that time to have that conversation with with that insurance professional, explaining your business. You know it better than anyone. Explain your business inside and out. Take that time to get the right coverage. So you understand and you're making an educated decision on what you're buying. That's going to help you. Uh, a lot of companies do offer bundles. You know, the more stuff you may have, uh, for example, maybe you have a, a partner in your business and you need to do, uh, we do what we construct life policies for buy sell agreements uh, in the event when you have partners, um, just really going through every detail of your business to make sure that you're aware of what needs to be protected. Um, and then also a lot of companies, they, they, uh, when you reduce the risk, they reduce your rates. So having in a commercial building, having sprinklers, fire detection, those type of things, uh, greatly lower your premium. Um, maybe you have security. There's th so those different things that are happening, those, those could definitely help out, um, in, in reducing the premium. And, and the biggest control item that uh, a, a client has to reduce their premiums is to increase the self-insured uh, portion, and that's your deductible. So if you have a bigger deductible and you're assuming more of that risk, then you're going to pay less in premium. Um, so those are, those are your best strategies for, for making sure that you're, you're getting the best rates. Yeah, you got to balance it out and see uh, what works best for, for your business. Because, uh, uh, you know, a higher deductible may be okay. Um, for some people, others it may not be. Um, and so what happens if there is a claim that needs to be filed? Like, what's the process? Because most people, you know, when it comes to, they don't want to deal with the insurance process, right? And so as a business, business owners are really busy. What's it like to, you know, what's, a, what's the process look like? Well, so there, there's... You know, each carrier is going to handle things differently. 
but there's some certain steps that you just need to take to, to make this as smooth as possible. So what is going to happen is when you file a claim there, you're going to notify your insurance carrier, whether that's to the carrier directly or through your insurance agent. Um, and then you're going to give the facts of the loss, what may have happened. And then the insurance company is going to do an investigation. Um, and they'll do an investigation. They may ask you for some questions, uh, depending on the scope of the claim, what's going on. Um, but they'll investigate it. Uh, and then once they do their investigation, then they're going to evaluate everything. They're going to evaluate what happened. And then they're going to offer a settlement. Um, so that settlement may be to, to you. Um, if your business had a fire and, and there's physical damage to your business, maybe that settlement's to you. Or maybe it's something um, on that uh, professional liability side where you made a mistake and they investigated it, they did an evaluation, and then that person who, the client that you were working with, that's where that settlement would be presented to. Um, and then there's a resolu resolution and then it's closed out. Um, they try to make it as pain-free as possible. Um, handling a claim on the business insurance side is different than on the personal insurance side. Um, it's a different group of people, totally different departments, um, and, and the volume is not there. So there's more personal attention to it. Um, it's, you know, if you file a car insurance claim, you, you may have some, uh, post-traumatic stress over that, this would be, business would be totally different. It, it's a different experience because, uh, it's a, a, a bigger group handling a smaller number of claims. Yeah. So now does a claim, obviously it's going to affect the, the premium when it comes time to renew possibly. Well, yes, you know, and that's, that's typically what happens. You know, there, there's, there's many factors that go into the whole premium, uh, the amount of premium. Um, it could be your specific claims. It can be claims in general that can just, you know, cause, um, rates to go up as we're seeing in the homeowners market with, you know, hurricane Ian came through here in Florida, everybody's experiencing, uh, a pinch with the increase in the home insurance costs. You may not have had a loss, but that's got to get spread out. Um, so, so that, that's how that works. Obviously the so person should... who's going to have more of a direct impact. Yeah. Yes. So should, you know, if in the event something did happen, you file a claim, should you go back and, you know, revisit your, your insurance with uh, what you have, your coverage to well, absolutely. adjust it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And how often should you be making those adjustments? Well, you know, those adjustments, maybe it could be as often as every year, but it, we might not need to make adjustments, but we need to at least look at it. So you want to make sure that we're getting a good evaluation. Uh, whether it's because of claims or maybe not claims, maybe you haven't had any claims and you're like, Hey, you know, we can lower this premium. If we raise your deductible, you're not having, you don't have a claim problem. Why are you paying that money now? Um, so we can always look at those things in that annual review of maybe getting the premiums down or just making sure that we maybe had a claim and we didn't have the right coverage. We didn't have something protect, making sure we have something protected all the time. Yeah. So make sure you're out there, make sure you're meeting with your insurance agent yearly um, if not twice a year, and especially if your business is growing, um, or maybe it's not doing as well as you thought, and you may need to reduce some insurances, but make sure to talk to your agent out there. So Chris, kind of what are there, there's always, insurances are always changing, right? We had COVID and obviously insurances changed because of that. Um, and now what kind of new and emerging types of insurances are there for business owners that they should be possibly considering or looking at? 
Sure. So, you know, we talked earlier about that business interruption insurance. That's something that um, through the COVID pandemic, we want to look at and see um, if you're protected for another pandemic like that, where we have a shutdown and you can't go to work, you can't uh, run your business. So we want to make sure you have something there. Um, but one that I think is is top of mind with a lot of my clients is is the cyber uh, insurance. And you know, we just you see it in the news all the time in the news cycle. These data breaches, these uh, attacks, uh, you know, hacking, stealing uh, in, client information, and then and then just the like the most recent one I think was uh, T-Mobile, and it was 38 million people's data got stolen from them. So they're having to go through and clean this up, and uh, I think you know some of the stuff they do is they offer you like credit lock and you know different type of things to to try to protect you, well, there's a huge expense to that. So if you have that cyber liability insurance protecting your, um, your customer base that you have on your servers from a cyber attack, that cost would be covered by the insurance carrier rather than out of your pocket, um, which is, and, and there's just so much work that goes into that. You just like to outsource that to your insurance company if something like that would happen. Um, some parts of, of the country, there's some climate risk insurance, as you're seeing, uh, some storms are getting worse out there. We had snow in LA this past week. Like, it's just crazy. We don't know what's going on. Um, I don't want to say it's global warming, but there's, there's some change going on and it's strange. Uh, you know, the wildfires out in LA in California. So just make sure there's some climate risk insurance and it's available in, uh, in certain areas. Um, you know, after nine 11, um, there was terrorism insurance that became a big deal. Uh, so that's something that's out there too, uh, depending on, on the risks of where you are, because that would not be covered under a standard business policy. Acts of war are not covered. Um, Interesting. And then uh, there's also uh, like environmental liability, you know, for cleanup and stuff like that. If you're uh, kind of like the, the rail spill up in uh, Ohio, um, that. You would hope that they have good environmental liability insurance at Norfolk Southern. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, yeah, that's a lot of uh, interesting uh, insurance, especially the terrorism insurance. I didn't even think of that one. That's, you know, most people probably didn't even think that still existed or even existed. Um, so just never know out there. Um, and But the cyber uh, liability, definitely something to consider if you have your own servers and you are storing people's information. Uh, because you just never know what can happen. And there's always people trying to hack into websites. So as a digital marketer, I see it all the time. Websites trying to get attacked. Um, people just trying to log into their back end. Um, so if they can log into their back end and get to your data, definitely something that uh, would be a problem for you. Cool. So as we start to wrap this up, um, what advice would you give to a business owner that's just starting out or doesn't even have any insurance right now? Um, you know, what, what would, where should, where should they start? The first place to start is just making an appointment with it, with an insurance professional, gathering all your documents, bringing in your tax returns from last year. So we can see how much revenue your, your business is building and just having sitting down and taking an hour. Uh, of your time, at least to just review your business. Uh, and a good insurance professional is going to look at that and they're going to say, okay, you're just starting out. Here's where you, you need to be here. And then they're going to map out a plan for you of showing you as you grow, here's where you're going to get to. 
Um, it shouldn't just be one simple, you know, meeting. It, it's something that you're going to want to develop over time just to make sure that you have that good footing. You want to be financially sound as starting a new business, but you got to make sure you protect those finances too from um, what could go wrong. So Absolutely. just make sure you're meeting with people. Yeah, that's that's the key. Don't put there it you off. Go, people, you heard it. So if you uh, have a business, make sure you're meeting with your insurance agent. Um, if you're here in Florida, reach out to Chris. I'm sure Chris will be happy to answer any questions. Um, we're going to make sure to put all of his information in the uh, show notes. Um, so make sure to check out the description. So that'll be there as well. Um, so thank you, Chris, for, for coming on. Thanks for having me, Jose. This is great. Yeah, no problem. And thank you for listening to The Business of Entrepreneurship, What's in Your Toolbox. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. And until the next one, peace.